1: Welcome back to another episode of the Slime Self Dog Podcast. I am here with Raynell Jones from the Alignment Chapter. Hello, Raynell. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm happy to be here. I am great. I'm great. So before we, first of all, I said offline how, um, and my listeners know that this year, three of my words are obedience, alignment, and community. So as soon as I saw the name of your organization, I was like, okay, Lord, I know why you connected me. It's all, it all makes sense. It is all <laughs> making sense. Um, but before we get into everything about the alignment chapter and what you're doing and how you got there. Can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started?
0: Well, my name is Rainell Jones. I am from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I was born and raised in one of the poorest communities in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, which is home with Brushton. And I became a single mom at the age of 19. And I was a freshman in college because, you know, like, born in a poverty, we was always taught, like, hey, go to college and you'll make it. Like, make sure you get to college and you'll make it. They didn't tell us about the debt. They didn't tell us about, you know, how to manage our finance. Tell us about what I have to know in life as being young African-American women growing up in poverty. It's like a generation after generational thing. So, you know, my main goal was to get to college so I can make it to do the things that I desire to do in life not knowing that I wasn't fulfilling my purpose, you know, mm. at that moment, I just knew that the golden rule was to make it to college. You yeah. know what I mean?
1: <laughs> yes. That is the thing. And you go, you gonna walk across that stage.
0: <laughs> well, walk across that stage and being in college, you know, was a very hard struggle for me as a freshman because, you know, I remember not even being able to spend time with my baby. You know, um, I was working as a housekeeper, Uh, During the duration, that I was pregnant and I was going to school. So that still continued even after I had my baby, you know, Mm. and it wasn't that I didn't have a support system. It was that that they were still doing their own struggle and they just didn't have the means to help me, you know, like care for the baby, you know, do this and do that. Because again, I was born in a, you know, a lot of moms. Moms. like my mom was a single mom, you know, working jobs and trying to make, you know, I figured things out on my, you know, I would get up every day at 5am and stop by, drop my daughter off to her sitter by seven, make it to class by eight, because I was a student. And then I will go to work from 3pm to 11pm at night. And I would pick my daughter up after I caught the bus at midnight, make it to the 1215. I'm sorry, it was a 1245 bus because I remember I would have to literally run to the bus stop while I had her in her sling. I remember I was slipping on ice that one night. I remember I would have wow. to make it to the bus stop in order to, you know, get, get on my bus and then get home by 1 a.m study a little bit, get to sleep, do it all over again. And, you know, that was four days out of the week, five days out of the week, actually, you know, and on a weekend time that I had time with my child, not knowing that anything about finances, like I had bills coming in, I had rent due, Mm. I was living alone, I was a single mom and I got overwhelmed and I couldn't afford all of those things because, you know, back then, minimum wage wasn't what it is now
1: right and And it still ain't really nothing
0: (laughs) it still isn't anything yeah mopping floors uh scrubbing hospitals and then coming home with my baby trying to study at night um I remember feeling so overwhelmed and feeling like I wasn't there presently as a mom Mm. I also remember feeling like I couldn't make ends meet. I was living paycheck to paycheck, trying to pay the light bill, trying to pay the gas bill, trying to pay the water bill, trying to pay the rent. And I remember the one time where I was late on my light bill, but I knew I was getting paid that Friday. My shutoff was for that Wednesday. And I was like, please let them give me like two days. So I remember leaving a light on. So when I got off the bus, I could see If they shut my lights off, yeah.
1: Yeah. So
0: I remember that Thursday, I'm sorry, that Friday, that Thursday, getting off the bus and seeing that my lights was definitely off. Mm. I had no idea about other people out here because I I just didn't know. I wasn't educated on that. So I remember I had a test that Monday. And so, you know, I had to go all weekend with no lights because they don't do same day shut off right shut ons. and I remember the and holding my baby and studying in the dark and that triggered something to me right there like mm. I gotta figure something out like because this ain't working yeah like you know I was budgeting my money trying to figure out where am I spending all my money at I was on wick but wick wasn't giving me enough baby formula to feed her for a whole month so yeah. I would be paying cash for formula. So that's where I just start using my little phone, you know, trying to figure out different ways. And then I start looking in couponing. So when I found <laughs>
1: out I started as soon as you said that
0: couponing saved my life. And I'm gonna be honest, I started couponing and I would like stockpile items. And from my stockpile, I remember like, it's just me and my daughter, like, you know, and I saved a ton of money doing that.
1: Yeah.
0: And I said, kept me in line with my finances each month because I cut out that extra $250 or $300 that I was spending on pets full of baby wipes you know, start stockpiling. I said, you know, there's other moms who probably are going to the same thing. So I remember like putting some stuff in a bag and taking it with me to the bus stop and just handed it out like, hey, I know some of y'all probably could use this. And I remember this one mom was like, girl, thank you so much. Cause I remember not being, fit trying to figure out if I was going to buy diapers or pads. Mm. And this, room, this room is a lot, lot to me. So I always was like a big giver like that.
1: Yeah.
0: And I wanted to start the alignment chapter because I wanted to become the hero that I didn't have when I was going through my silent struggle because it's a silent struggle because yes. you, know, you don't talk about it. Like you don't, you just being told to be strong and you'll make it through. Yeah, A lot of moms are out here suffering in silence and, you know, I wasn't living into to my purpose. You know, I was just working surviving
1: you were surviving what the things that came up for me was you were operating in survival mode like for such a long time and one of the things that you hit on that you said is like it's generational right and so at some point in time somebody has to be the disruptor and the curse breaker or the choice breaker. Right. And be able to say like, enough is enough. Like we can't keep doing this. The fact that you said it wasn't that I didn't have the support system. I, they didn't know what to do. And so many times it's not that we don't have the people it's literally, they do not have the information to be able to help us get out of our situation because they're actually in it. And so, because they're in this, you know, we're not even going to get into the fact that it's a systematic cycle, but because they're in this cycle of needing something and not having the resources to be able to um, pull themselves out or the support to pull themselves out, we just, we just continue it. So first of all, thank you for sharing your story and um, just, just being able to, and then in the midst of that, like you still, that just like i got goosebumps when you said it but like just in the midst of your struggle you still thought to bless other people you still thought to give and 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 even though you weren't where exactly where you wanted to be or where you knew god was going to take you you was like i i, ha- I have more than enough right and so many times when we get into those situations i don't care if it's things possessions you feel like i got to hold on to it because i don't know if it's going to leave me again right and and even in that situation, you could have, you could have thought that, right? Because it ain't like it wasn't just that didn't just happen, right? But now you're like, no, somebody else is going through the same thing that I've gone through. How can I help? Like that, that speaks to your heart and, and your mindset starting out, starting out. That is, man, that's amazing. Um, so how does self-doubt show up in your journey? I told y'all, imposter syndrome is real. When I'm in those moments of doubt and anxiety, I ask myself, who's going to listen to you? Did God really call you to do this? Or, girl, ain't nobody trying to pay you to talk to them? These thoughts lead me to procrastination and being paralyzed by my fears and doubts. Throughout this journey of slaying my own self-doubt, I have some tried and true practical steps that have helped me and I would love to share them with you. Head on over to my website at www.feliciawallace.com and download the five ways to slay your self-doubt. Now back to the show.
0: Self-doubt showed up in my journey from multiple things. Um, Being a black woman I'm being raised in one of the cities where, you know, we already had a survey come out ranking Pittsburgh, the worst city for African-American women to thrive in.
1: Wow. You know, being
0: a, yeah. Being a black woman um, as itself, you you come out fighting for your life. You come out fighting for, you know, to change the success, the difference, even when you do go to college, even when you do make it to those big corporate jobs, you're yeah. still fighting for mm. a lot. So self doubt always kicked in with me where I felt like I failed. Mm. You know, where you felt like you failed as a mother and you felt like you failed as an individual not fulfilling your purpose or you get fired from a job cuz girl I've been fired from plenty but I got blessed with better.
1: Yeah, I know that's that right. That is
0: the one thing a lot of women if you are listening that self doubt kicks in when you have your personal emotional struggle of being a parent, of losing a job, of not being at where you want to be at in life. And that self-doubt helps you realize, am I living in my purpose? Am I doing what's purposeful for me? And self-doubt came in with me just by being a single mom, just by going through the things that I went through and parenting with my daughter, just by going through the things I went through by living on my own and making mistakes. That I know were mixed, that I learned how not to duplicate that, and I can fix it again. So self doubt came in for me that day. My lights got shut off, and I vowed that day I would never get another utility shut off again in my mm. life, and it never happened. <laughs> yeah. So that self doubt, when self doubt for me, multiple times like you gotta know how to. Tr- and your brain be stronger than what you are feeling in your emotions and figure out what makes you move into a comfortable zone
1: yeah no that is when you say that it's an emotion right it, it is based on a lot of our self-doubt is based on feelings it's how we feel at that time it's how we feel during those moments and um what my this journey has been about lately is finding ways or helping my listeners find ways to identify like identify where it shows up how it shows up how do you feel when it's happening what does it look like in your relationships what does it look like in your parents and what does it look like in your friend circle what does it look like at work you know um and how is that holding you back from walking into your purpose because for me it was procrastination right it wasn't that i some of it wasn't that i didn't know that god was destining me for more it was like do I deserve that am I worthy enough for it um can I do it is it going to actually work out in my favor you know right and so um it's it's one of those things where it's just kind of like once you recognize it so once you recognize that what did you do when it came up because um I would assume that throughout this time self-doubt has come up multiple times as you kind of you know created the business as you tried to to go in. you know even in helping people and trying to do different things how did you combat it when it did like was like okay hey renell i'm here telling you you can't do this telling you you gonna end up the way you way you thought you wasn't going to telling you you're gonna go back to that that way what did you do to like say (laughs) no not today sis not not today that's what i did i said not today like you know
0: (laughs) It's okay to cry like I will have a breakdown moment, but at the same time, my main thing is when there's a problem, there's always a solution. Mm. I gotta figure out the solution to my problem because nobody is gonna figure out that solution but me. When I self doubt hit, remember before when I was speaking, saying I had to figure out how to budget my own money. Nobody was there to teach me that. Yeah. You know, I want to tell nobody about my business because you know, telling people your business opens Pandora's box to bashing. That leads to more self doubt. To, to social media now, a lot of people use social media to bring people down. And what you have to do is realize, okay, I had this one hiccup. So let me figure out the solution to my own problem and yeah. control my own and, and put my two feet down and control my, it's can't nobody walk me. I got to walk myself Yeah. and how to, you know, Google and God. You know that helped me out a lot in my self doubt journey.
1: Yeah, and I think one of the things that um that you said is about like not some of the reason behind this um journey of slaying self doubt is that you said it even in your own journey of like suffering and silence, right? We don't want to tell people that we're doubtful or like imposter syndrome is showing up or that we're afraid of failing because one, we don't want to be vulnerable. And then two, you don't want people to use it against you, right? And be be like, oh, well, you know, and, and, and people, some people do it intentionally to try to keep you where they at. Let, let's just say right. that some of it is to keep you where they at and some people just don't even have the tools to encourage you to right. be able to say no you can do better and so that's the reason why I feel like these are important conversations to have because we you we can we're proof right that you can have self self-doubt and still right and still do and still walk in your purpose and still um make an impact you know what I'm saying all
0: right I feel like a lot of people, when you do, like you said, when you reach those, when you tell people with that experience, that a lot with moms, people have the tendency down their own misery because you have no idea what somebody else is going through in their life. Absolutely, you can feel like they have the picture perfect thing all together, but that silent struggle is real. So whenever you do choose to open up to people. You got to make sure to somebody who has a genuine love and care for you, because when you open up the who don't genuinely care about you. They make it about them. Hmm. And hmm. then when they make it about them, they choose to hold that over your head and bring you and remind you of when you were at your lowest point. Yeah. Now, Bar- 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 Lee and verbally reminding you when you pissed them off or social you over uh, social media when you do something to agitate them, because what I've realized is people aren't good at expressing and communicating their feelings. Yeah. They have to find another way to dig at you. So those, those, those things right there, are a lot of things that can bring some doubt in a life, but you got to learn how to be the master of navigating your own path. Period. Yeah. You don't need GPS. That. You know how to wake up every day. You know how to go brush your teeth. You know how to dry them tears you know how to go out here and get it, get
1: it yeah. together. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that is that is so, so true. Um, So what have you learned about yourself doing this journey that you didn't know before? When I first started posting on social media for the podcast, oh my goodness, it was a disaster. I did not know what I was doing. I was guessing at everything. Then things shifted for me when I got introduced to three platforms that changed the game for me. I started using Canva for my graphics, caption writer for my captions, and wave for the audiograms. Seriously, if you go back to the beginning of the Slaying Self Dial Instagram page, you will see the transformation. If you are in the process of branding or rebranding yourself, I recommend you try out these platforms. Canva has hundreds of templates that you can choose from to design any type of post you desire. Caption Writer allows you to create and save your captions with the perfect line breaks and even lets you add different fonts. Wave helps you create snippets of your content to share with your followers. They have closed captions and those cool little wavy lines. If you're interested in trying them out, click the links in the show notes to start using them today. Now, back to the show. I learned
0: that I can do multiple things in 24 hours. I did not realize I had the power to pack a ton of boxes. I did not uh, to pack a ton of boxes in one day, to answer hundreds of emails in one day, to talk to hundred women in one day, yeah. uh, to to uh, do a podcast in one day, <laughs> you know, to take my kids grocery shopping in one day and make it back, yeah. you know, clean the house, cook, do all of that in a day. I learned that there is no limit to what you can do. You put a limit on what you can do. You yeah. say when you yeah. You say when you go sit down. I realized that I could do all things if I put my mind through. Once I changed my mind and was going to do this, you know, mm. I, I got this. Once I did that, I was like, oh, I could do this every day. I could get stuff done every day. I don't I don't need anybody to tell me do this, do that, do this, do that, do this, do that. Or I don't need nothing to jump me up. I know what I did before. And if mm. I could do it before, I could do it again.
1: Yeah, and I, I think it also speaks to when you are um, walking in purpose, right? And you are doing what you love, you want to keep doing Happy it.
0: Happy about it. Yeah, it brings As you joy. You be like, <laughs> you be trying. You gotta go to work. You be like, oh my god, I don't like <laughs> the day, and you already miserable because you don't feel like going in there looking at them. You don't feel like going in there, put a fake smile on. You don't feel like doing all of that, you know, and you already start off bad because in your brain, you like, I don't feel like this right Mm -hmm. now.
1: Yeah, no, you absolutely right. And I, I think that, um, so when you're doing the thing that brings you joy and makes you happy, you can do that over and over and over and over again. And then what it does is that because it's not work, it gives you so like when I do these podcasts, is, is it time consuming? It is, but it brings me joy and it fills me up. So then I have the energy to go do the next thing. So if my kids say, hey, mommy, I need lunch. I'd be like, okay, let's go ahead. and You know, versus something that is like draining you, right? And when it's draining you, you, you literally do not have any more to give because it's clearly taking everything out of you, you know, so just to perform and who like, sometimes we have to be in those situations because you got to be able to take care of your family. But once you know that you have an option and you have a choice to do the thing that brings you joy and not be drained or stay comfortable.
0: Right. Get uncomfortable with being uncomfortable. Yeah. What what I, what I, what I realized is this, when I start saying I hate, doing this mm. and when I realized what made me my best, when I handed somebody a box when I helped the single it gave me an adrenaline rush mm. I would ride a roller coaster and be like I want to do that again and again yeah. and again and again when you start feeling like that that's when you know you and your purpose yeah. because you want to keep doing yeah. it you want to get that same feeling like okay I did this It feels really good. And I said, I can do this for the rest of my life and I can be happy. You know, I might not have a billion dollars and I might not be, you know, but I can be happy doing what it is that I love doing every day and not being on somebody else's time or trying to fight to climb my way to the top, somewhere where I'm not happy. Like you said, it literally comes what, you, what makes you happy and what gives you great joy of waking up every day and doing it over and over again
1: yeah and also when you're when you're walking in person purpose for the most part gener- well, generally you're serving others right and so when you're serving others and you're able to see your impact and you're able to see those women um who are receiving something that to somebody else seems minor right like oh it's just you know pads like right sis no it's not somebody literally was deciding between pads and diapers which are both a necessity right? right and that's the thing like we're in the fact that we're even in these situations where people have to decide like women have to decide taking care of themselves or taking care of their children is again that's a whole nother separate conversation. Whole nother
0: conversation. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so let us talk about the alignment chapter. Like, I, so I clearly, we clearly know that you're that your, I, I, so I'm going to assume that your story started there. That in that moment when you started couponing and you were able to see the overflow and you were able to give that to the 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 women at the bus stop, that that is at that moment. That's when it clipped for you to start going in that direction
0: yep it clicked to me then but I didn't take it serious I was still my mindset I'm gonna go back to my mindset my mindset was to graduate from college you know that was my mindset so I was going to school for business and then I went to school for law and then I went back to school for journalism and then I'm like I don't want to do none of this stuff that Hold I'm on, wait, wait, that wait, wait.
1: business law and
0: journalism Girl, that's what that's what it's called when you're not living in your purpose. You mm. don't know what you want to do. <laughs> you just all over the place, racking up college debt. And you know what I just said last in 2019, it was a young lady. She uh, in the summer she went to the homestead Grace Bridge while her four kids was in the car. It was rush hour, and while her kids was in the car, she jumped off the bridge. Mm. She didn't off the bridge because she was crazy. She had social issues. She was mentally defeated from being a mother. And when I saw that, I said, This is still going on because I remember having the feelings. I remember feeling like that. And that's when I started the alignment chapter on paper. I got my 501c3. I started couponing like crazy again. I started stockpiling homes. Um, you know, I started paying for all my business stuff that needed to be handled out of my pocket. I started the alignment chapter just with my faith in God. And I just put it out on social media. Hey, anybody that needs anything, you know, fill this, you know, application out on the website, we'll send you a box of household essentials that you need to keep you aligned with your financial purposes for the month. For example, baby formula, baby wiper, Um, and hygiene products personal hygiene products and household cleaners those are the things that we spend a lot of money on each month yeah people don't realize how much money we put in toilet paper to paper towels towels. that goes in the trash just to make those trash and just 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 to see you know reclaim and the overflow was just amazing You know, and that's when I really started the alignment chapter. And I was like, you know what, I I love I love doing this. And I just I kept doing it. I kept doing it. And we don't get any grants. You know, we got from every grant. So the rule really operates off a life saving donors, donate button and give what they can.
1: Wow. That is Y'all know the story. This podcast was an assignment from God that had my self-doubt and limits and beliefs telling me that nobody would listen. But you, yes, you kept showing up every week to listen to this podcast. And because you keep showing up, so do I. If you enjoy this podcast and would love to support me and future episodes, please consider making a donation by simply purchasing me a coffee. If you would like to donate, click the buy me a coffee link. Now back to the show. You said that it you, you, one of the things that I want to hit on is that even though you started this or you, you know, you did the couponing and, and then you, my assumption, right, was that that's where it started, but that was where the seed was planted, right? And, but because of the, the, the generational um, kind of like, you got to finish, you got to do that, that what, what people before us think success looks like. It's getting a house, buying, yes. you know, a bigger house, buying a yeah. nice car, having the degrees, yes. having a job that, that has stability and 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 the pension plan, you know, that that is yes. what generations before us and, and rightfully so because of what was happening before them, that trying to do something on your own and, and literally funding it yourself or having other people fund is crazy right. to people, right? It's um crazy. but God planted that seed in you before. And then when it was time for it to come, like for you to say that this happened in 2019 and this is the end of 2019, rather, on top of that. And then we are in the beginning of 2021 to see the impact that you had. He had to prepare you to be able to- Mm -hmm pour into other people so that they know that it was possible you had to be in a position of saying I've gone through this I've done it I know what the people need and so here I am right to be a servant to him and and a servant to the people um and so oh man and then to know that they like nobody is funding y'all like this is legit Uh, wow wow and it's so
0: (laughs) (laughs) You have to, I'm going to take you to a nonprofit side, being an African-American woman that runs a nonprofit, that really favors single mothers, single mothers struggling. When you think of single mothers struggling, you think of low-income communities. A lot of people that make up low-income communities are African-American women. Mm -hmm. So when you think of that funding, people like United Way, big corporations get funding before we would ever get funding. I can't afford a grant writer. So I'm these things on my own, you know, these are things that are happening on my own with my own, with, with my own grit, you know, right. And nonstop, you know, proposals LOIs, and things like that, that get us funding. So when you think of things like that, that's the odds that are already stacked against us yeah. as being a person of color running a nonprofit that profoundly services people of color. So you have to look at it in that aspect too. And then, you know, you have to understand too, sometimes people of color do not support people of color. So it's very hard, wow. you know, for for us to navigate through that. So navigating through that every day and keeping our doors open that takes grit. It is not as easy as it seems.
1: <laughs> wow, that is when so i've actually i know of a couple of other people who have nonprofits and um they both you're right they both are certain it black women who are serving uh communities of color and they both have said the same thing it's so hard for people to donate and people don't want to wanna give and and, and again, like I said, it's a whole nother conversation if we're talking about yeah. the systematicness of it and then how we are programmed, right? Like, why do you feel like it is easier for you to, you know, donate? And not to say that, you know, if wherever people are donating their money that, you know, that's your business, but it, you feel more comfortable donating to United Way or NAACP that are a majorly funded, right? You have people giving them, but you got somebody like yourself or these other two nonprofits who are literally helping the people who are in need at this present time. And you like, and I and and, and I already know what people are saying. Now I don't even know if it's legit. How you know that that they actually using the money? How you know that they doing X, Y, and Z? Here's
0: the thing: there's a the difference between those nonprofits. We share everything socially on social media. We share everything we do from boxes we send out to applications that come in, even the amount that it costs a receipt from USPS. So when people say those things, this is why we created the alignment chapter Instagram. So people can follow exactly what it is that we're doing. So they know exactly where the money's going to. So when people say that, they really can't say that about an organization that's so transparent. Mm. And- can't even afford to pay ourselves, you know, to even operate. You know, I still work in nine to five, but I still make it happen, you know, because it's my passion. This is what yeah. I want to do. This yeah. is what grit, what it what, what it costs. So those things right there are things that people don't think about you know, when it comes to running nonprofits.
1: Yeah, no. And, um, and as i was reading your bio i saw that when the pandemic hit it it seemed like your services and and the need increased right like rightfully so um and you were still able to give which speaks to um it it still speaks to the power of god right that like where he, where you are needed he will provide he will make provision no matter what um and he will put you in the places that that you didn't even see fit you probably started off thinking i'm just gonna help the women in 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 the area that i'm at right but in pittsburgh pennsylvania right and and then you like 29 states Mm -hmm. 29 whole states
0: yeah that happened just from the power of social media and people just sharing like people just sharing our cause people sharing the different things that we're doing and when they saw like hey she could ship a box out they was like, I need something because or the shelves are clear. You know, when COVID hit, people went crazy that are privileged and sh- cleared the shelves. Yes. Now I'm thinking that they don't have to bust the bus to those store kids. And once they get there to the stores, the shelves are, that's when they read the chapter and we provided that service that the doors were lacking. That's where we came in and helped how we grew so quickly in 29 states and 85 communities
1: yes but that is that is a blessing like the I am like I literally as I was like going through this and I was like okay you know I'm so excited about this interview and this that and the third like the hearing the story understanding the impact knowing what it is that you're doing, I'm like, okay, y'all, if anybody is, whoever is listening to this, if at some point in time, I know we all have these moments where we have it to, you know, you want to give, you put on your heart, like this is an organization that you want to be able to stand behind because she right now is literally doing it for the people like in real life and as a um, single mom for about a year um, I know the struggles of making a decision and deciding whether or not you know all right I'm gonna eat noodles and noodles or I gotta get this thing off him and feeling ashamed to be able to ask people for help when when like you said when other people when I know you know my circle is you know other single mothers who are also struggling or you know you just feeling like like oh, i don't i don't even want to bother nobody again right like let me just try to figure it out and being able to bless people and it 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 provides hope for them right in a time that when you're especially as a mom like you are literally trying to raise a, another human being and that in itself will bring on that doubt that you do not want to pass on to your kids right and so right. um i i just i am commending you Uh, y'all can't see me but I am clapping it up okay because what you are (laughs) doing is it's amazing I'm 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 telling you I'm proud of you sis I am proud of you for pushing through despite all of the whatever could have came your way you know what I'm saying like you did not have to do this you knew it was your purpose you knew it was your passion and even without um the full support of things because people expect for stuff to happen immediately. You're doing the work. You're doing the work, and I, I, I mark my words: the alignment chapter will be blessed because y'all y'all are doing the work. Y'all are seriously doing the work.
0: Thank you so much. (laughs) Oh,
1: you are so, so welcome. So how can people connect with you, whether it is to see what you all are doing or if they want to donate, let us know so I can put that information in the show notes and um, y'all can start donating the right now today. Okay.
0: (laughs) So people can connect with us through social media. It's the alignment chapter with two L's, not one L. So it's the alignment chapter. We have a link in our bio. You can click. In our body, you have the option to donate or request for emergency assistance. We really encourage people to donate because that's the way they afloat every single day. Another way you can connect with me is just by sending me a or inbox on social media i'm on facebook and i'm on instagram at ray underscore now underscore jones on instagram so you could definitely follow me there and follow the alignment chapter to see everything that we're offering we just did our black her story series where we oh, are nice. letting single moms share their stories and their journeys and express how we have helped them yeah that's one or another one our transparency perks Definitely to this Karen podcast. You know, let people know about the alignment chapter. Let people about Felicia. And I tell people all the time, sharing goes a long way. Sharing, donating, supporting does not hurt anybody.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. I appreciate that shout out, sis. I appreciate it. But no, you're right. I um it does and, and that takes nothing. You know what I'm saying? sharing doesn't take anything. You would share where you bought you these shoes from. Somebody asked you where you got that purse. You tell them, Oh, I got this Target." You know, like you you we share everything. We right. share our meals every day. We share you share everything else. Why not share something that could literally change somebody's life and help them um right. in a time that they actually need it? Um, because we we are still in this pandemic. Uh, and we don't know how long it's going to be until we get out, right? And so um I've said often right. God is still in the blessing business, and this is a part of being able to be a blessing for somebody else. So thank you so much right now. I truly appreciate you. And again, You're like welcome. you, you, you was, you was killing it, sis. Keep 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 doing it.
0: Thank you so much, Felicia, and thank you so much for having me.
1: Oh, you are so welcome.